Hi pals, this has now been rebranded as the Mobile Mentor Podcast, so bear with us through the brand mind body old branding, all content is just as valuable. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Brand Mind Body Podcast. I'm Alex Blanks. Feed your mind and body right to make yourself into a better brand. Everything is a brand nowadays, even people. What we do, what we say, the choices we make and how we behave, and these shape how we progress through life. So it's time to do some work internally and make ourselves into personal brands we're super proud of. Happy listening! Hey, 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 hey! Welcome to another episode of Brown Mind Body. <laughs> um, this week I'm going to be talking about creativity and how to be more cre- creative, whoever you are. Um, <clears throat> this is a follow-on from my blog post, which I did. Let me check. Um, I think it was in 2017 at some point. Uh, yes, December 2017, um, where I list uh, three or four things that you can do to be more creative, regardless of your field. Even even in everyday life, I think this is quite important because um, it can help us change our habits and break free of our normal thinking and thought patterns and try something different, shape up our um, lifestyles, and then that might then help us generate more creative ideas or be a bit more efficient at what we do. But um, all in all, I think I'd define creativity as a better way to do something that already exists um, or a way to surprise yourself. There's an element of surprise in creativity, I think, um, but essentially it's problem solving um, in a better way, I think, in general. Um, And I think creativity and being creative come from um, being innately connected to yourself. So these tips and these suggestions that I am going to discuss all link to how you can get close to yourself and be a bit more authentic to just being um, in your own space and in your own head and in your own feelings in your feels without distractions um I think that's super important because with that you kind of know what you can give as an individual out to the world and you know what you're offering rather than just regurgitating what you think you should give out or what you've seen or something that you think's worked based on analytics I think generally creativity comes from unearthing something that you've discovered from your own life and being like huh right I did that that one time and that was pretty cool I'm going to share that with the world but that only came from you that that like, moment that time those that headspace and in that circumstance kind of thing so um that's kind of what I'm trying to foster and create in this podcast that set the space where we want to be and where we want to get to and avenues which we can take <clears throat> to get there but first I want to discuss a bit about how, um, I guess, social diversity can play into this um, before I go into kind of the more actionable points. Um, I read an article the other day on the BBC that was about um, how uh, it's called Crossing Divides, Friends Who Are Good For Your Brain. And it was uh, dated 2nd of March 2019. And I found it really interesting how, um, and uh, I think this links to something that I'd been thinking about for a while in relation to my workplaces that I've been in the fact that you can um, surround yourself with similar to pe- similar people to yourself and that becomes um sort of like the way you think because you're a sum of all the people you surround yourself with or the main main people anyway and also you create echo cham- chambers the fact that you attract similar people to yourself and you associate with people in similar circles um and classes you kind of create the echo chambers of how you're thinking because you're kind of all like agreeing with one another and like you know you come from a similar place um but uh this article basically thinks not thinks but it states that um people who are exposed to more 
a more diverse group of people means their brains are forced to process more complex problems and unexpected information and then in turn um, it allows your brain to kind of produce complex and unexpected information um, so yeah it's a way of transgressing the comfort zone I'd say by mixing with all sorts of people and I found this from my volunteering that I've been doing in Brighton for the last six seven weeks now um, you may have heard about it in my former episode which is on giving and setting boundaries I discussed kind of like how that type of volunteering has helped me realize some things um, both in myself and like how it's brought positive emotion to myself but also um, made me kind of analyze the place I was going to work and how that is affecting me and my headspace in a positive way so because I'm mixing with a, a whole host of different people that is so different from the type of people that I used to kind of mix with in workplaces I feel like I am more relaxed um, I've dropped ego a bit more I feel less like I have to prove myself and kind of show up with this like set of credentials not like literally on a piece of paper but in kind of my demeanor and how I you know deliver um Whereas in this kind of different workspace where I mix it with so many different types of people from different social classes, different backgrounds, which include people who have convictions, like you got really young people who haven't like gone to college and have chosen to, you know, get some work experience to older people who have retired and who are living near the area or to people who are really into farming and just kind of want to learn more about the food industry because it's a kind of food related volunteering placement. Um, yeah, I'm just learning so much from how all these different people from different walks of life are coming together on a joint mission and there's something quite special in that and I'm just kind of learning how all their stories have fed into their you know joint passion um and with that I think it's helped me think differently about not only myself but my position in the world my position in a workplace and what I can offer so it's just like a starting point I don't know if that links to creativity but I do think it's pretty important um just to be able to like see from another person's perspective um and enhance our you know ways of thinking by putting ourselves in other people's positions and if you can relate to them directly it can give you that stronger sense of being in their shoes and therefore creating ideas or being more creative in different ways okay so now that's out the way I'll talk about my first tip um and how to be more creative uh, I think this just comes from like life insight this one but it's anger is useful using anger in a productive way um so like two years ago I went to a talk um that was at BNB this advertising agency in London and one of the quotes that I took away was this, tap into your own angers, explore them and use them to orchestrate change. Move your brand like you hate it. Essentially look at what pisses you off and what exists and make it better. So I thought this was really useful because um, you usually see anger as this negative thing and something you want to avoid and something that um, just kind of like leads to uh, harm and devastation. But I think there's something really special about that feeling of anger before an action is taken as a result of that anger that we should kind of harness here and that is like a really useful space to play in so like if you have a trigger for example like when you're out one day and you're in the car and something pisses you off like when a driver cuts into you or pulls out or is you doing something silly if that like angers you is there something in that that you can use as a springboard to kind of create um, a solution to that problem so I think it's just a useful tool in identifying where your passion points are really essentially is what they're saying um, and using that as um, like I guess a blank canvas to write down or note down or just explore in your head all the different ways you can excel and better your life and others life um, noting the fact that this annoys you why not like be a problem solver in the world that's got many problems so yeah everyday life and using emotions as your kind of like gauge I think is really useful so I think a 
important uh, important tip to note here is that although anger isn't directly useful um just seeing that space before action is really important and using that space before action um i also want to slide in a personal anecdote here because um i noticed this recently um when i was at home and i am currently living with parents so it's kind of a an everyday struggle and um appreciation of an understanding of each other's rules and values and how each other choose to live and in this we have different household habits and um a big kind of hot topic of mine at the moment is recycling and being more eco-friendly and being more conscious in shopping choices and eating choices and diet and um how you live and the resources resources we use um or i guess um and that's fine for me but um it might not always be the same for you know different people and especially different generations so i'm learning that living with um my mum my mum and her partner um they see the world differently and i have to learn to respect that but what they i've noticed they do is I guess they're a little less conscious of um, checking every little bit of packaging as, as much as I am. I, I guess I could go to ex- extremes where it could be a bit pernickety, but that's just in my character. I'm quite extreme. Whereas they would just probably just throw something, something with food in the bin um, rather than putting it in the recycling because it's it requires a bit less effort or maybe they don't see that type of living as important, but other things that they do, they see as important. Um, and that's fair enough. We've all got different values. We regard things in different priorities, but with this and um with my kind of hawk eye i was peering into the recycling bin thinking this isn't as full as it should be and i noticed that like when i went into the bin to put my trash in like food um i would not food like full food but like just you know scraping uh dinner plates i was noticing there was like uh things that could be recycled in the bin so that's when i would start pulling them out and putting them in the recycling um, and thinking hmm there's a there's something in me that's flared up. It's like a source of anger, a source of pain, a source of frustration, and I should use it to do something about it. Um, and what I noticed was that I, the actual problem that needed to be solved is making people more aware. So using this emotion to identify what the problem was and why I was angry in order to create a solution. And my solution was creating um, an Instagram account um, full of like memes and comics um, that identified regular occurrences in households and everyday life in in your streets and your neighborhoods um in your everyday habits um making comic strips about them and memes and funny moments that people could laugh at but also in that you're making people more aware but you're engaging them through the medium of humor so i thought oh this is a nice little passion project of mine now um and it's come from a place of frustration so i could see that linear that linear process happen and that was as a result of noting in myself this blog post i'd wrote i'd written two years ago and then it resurfacing and using that as a a source of inspiration okay so next the second one is um going offline um so what i noticed is the results between um getting a brief and starting with against with my computer just putting a keynote deck together immediately and trying to structure all my information and jot keywords down on each slide um versus when i take the brief and relocate myself in an open kind of restful space with just a pen and paper um are cosmic the differences are insane um i noticed this from being in a work environment for a long period of time and having to take a step back and analyze my process of working and how i respond to a brief um because my position as a creative or a strategist um means more often than not i would get a brief from the accounts people or the people who would handle a client 
and they would say we need a creative idea and this is the problem that needs to be solved and these are the mandatories and these are the, this is the context of the project and this is kind of the made the brand principles go away and, and respond within like tomorrow or the day after and i think when i was younger and a bit more naive in this industry i used to think oh everything has to look pretty and be like ready and i wanted to get ahead so i started on computer in a powerpoint slide format but now by analyzing my work after several years of being in the industry and knowing how i work i need to just start big and start on a big blank canvas with no constraints because what I notice is being on a computer a not only constrains me to the format that I work in either a keynote or word document um, or the rectangle screen but it makes me think of mechanical digital ways of working and I'm my my head's thinking about efficiency it's thinking about function it's it's thinking about performance it's thinking about order because that's what computers kind of communicate to me and and that's how I personified them so I need to strip that away from my creative process because creativity is all about being abstract and throwing the net wide and then reining it back in later on and then putting it into format and then you know focusing on performance and then thinking about order so by removing computers and digital devices from the beginning part of your creative process or when you have a problem to solve um, is super important I've noticed so I get the biggest piece of paper I can find get a pen chuck everything I think of down in response to the brief no rules don't like don't second guess or judge those ideas I just put them down regardless of how awful or gross or amazing they are like there's no judgment this is a no judgment zone put them all down uh I go away for a bit have a coffee come back look at them um and keep doing that keep going come back to get that objectivity and thinking where there's a really strong place to play in where's this where am I drawn to most on the page to kind of like focus on you know starting an idea and and like progressing that from there um so I think that's really important um I think analog uh is the process of connecting your mental space with your physical like directly there's that like unconnect there's that constant stream of um from your mind inside to out just through the physical body um whereas with digital devices it's there's like a break in that connection like you are thinking then you're going to a device and then it's coming out like it just doesn't feel as fluid so yeah I don't know if that's useful but thinking of creativity and problem solving in that way um might bolster your process um third one is walking it out and as those of you know uh who know me well I love a good walk um I think it revs up my mental engine like hugely um because I find as I'm walking geographically and physically moving like naturally my brain is moving and it's being stimulated by all its sights and it's reminded of things it's triggered by different things um, it's inspired by new things and therefore something just clicks when you're just free of constraint and roaming without that pressure or that like kind of enclosed environment around you um yeah so heading out without intentional direction is super useful like 10 minutes or longer however you feel comfortable however long you feel comfortable with um and then just see what happens along the ride Uh, again don't judge yourself these thoughts don't like go out with like something really specific in mind to add the pressure to yourself I think it is all about relieving yourself of pressure in these early stages so that you can just um yeah like I guess connect deeply to what's happening inside you all the little like thoughts and chemicals are all like jiggling around and then you're like bing light bulb moment something will happen um so what I do in response to advertising campaign ideas when I go out I could just notice like if I'm thinking about a brief who my audience are like are they middle-aged do they like chocolate 
Um, are they spending most of their evenings in? Do they love the couch? Where do they spend most of their time in the house? Um, when they circulate with friends, what do they do? Um, and then like thinking, wait, what do I love? What do I hate? What do I find funny? What do I like doing? Um, and is there anything in the fact that in this brief that I can relate to, to pull out from my personal insight? Cause that becomes really strong, um, when you can actually really relate and you've been in those shoes. And that's similarly, similarly links to my first point on, um, social diversity when you're mixing with other people that you can really relate to because you have first-hand experience it's easier for you to kind of like pull out a stronger insight which makes a much stronger idea so yeah making it real is really important here um relating it back to yourself thinking about what you like um then thinking bigger so the macro picture what cultural ties do any of the keywords in the brief or in the problem kind of bring up um so like histories are involved any like media that's involved collective memories that society can latch on to um that relate to this brief uh, i think that's really important so if there's anything like a big song that like changed the way people thought in the past does that have any relativity to this brief or um was there like a time in people's lives in history where you know people didn't go out as much and that relates to this brief or this product i don't know anything that collectively people can join and appreciate and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember feeling it. Um, and again, going in, going along that feeling path, what emotional triggers are involved? Um, when I when I think about that brief, what do I think of and what, what do I feel more importantly? Um, or what emotions are associated with the primary activity they're asking for? Or what emotions are associated with, um, like you know an idea that you've just kind of been you know sitting on for a bit that then and then you have to think like is that strong enough to move forward with can people really resonate with it i think it's really in emotions because humans are emotional creatures um so yeah that's walking just having a, a set of like fictitious not fictitious but questions in your head that aren't written down that aren't like mandatory just to give yourself that space and you know give yourself a bit of guidance um the last one leave Yes, that's right, leave. <laughs> um, I love how it's written in blog post form because it's so matter of fact, whereas when I'm explaining it, I'm like, I have to give you a bit of context for that. Um, so yeah, this is partnered with like a gif of 50 Cent just like sliding off into the distance in his car. Um, yeah, so essentially just take a break, go on holiday, uh, get on a plane, get on a train, get in a car. I don't know, not even a holiday, just break. I think it's really important to have time off and to create distance between you and your regular routine or the problem that keeps you know nagging you time out is really good I find it really takes it takes me like four days alone or maybe like a week or more with company to to really nourish myself and and like take a step back and gain that objectivity because I think any less means that you've just kind of like dipped out and you've ha you haven't had that time to create that space um so yeah, I love the insight offers having space from it. Like something just clicks and I return with like added meaning to infuse into my work. And I think that's really important. And I think that's also why people travel a lot or go on holiday because you need that reset. You need that space from um, what you're doing to realise the value in some of the stuff you're doing. Because things become habits so often. And I think 80% of your thoughts um, are the same every day or something like that. I heard on like a, a podcast recently. So if you don't take time away from that, you can't even realise what thoughts are serving you and what processes you use are serving you. So yeah, just take a break. It's really good for you. Even though there's that like fear of like taking space from work. Um, I don't know if it's outdated anymore or not. Like I, could, I couldn't say, but I know that when I was kind of like entering into the working world, like showing weakness was leaving or having a holiday or booking time off but now I see it as a strength I'm thinking like if I'm going to be 
the best version of myself and, and deliver on the standards I want to deliver at and you know exceed your standards that you're expecting of me as a company then I need to look after my mental space and my emotional space and by taking that space I come back even stronger and I'm more likely to give like 120 percent so yeah obviously not taking liberties but there needs to be that leave <clears throat> a few times in your year last one is um not last one yes last one the other one wasn't the last one but another one is lose your phone um again it's like joined to our hip it's our best friend it's our first point of consultation it's our void filler it's our everything it uh stops us having sex it distracts our thoughts it can bleed it into our morning sacred space when we wake up into our minds so that then it's polluted with some stuff we've seen on the internet that can then change our whole mood for the day this is probably one of the biggest I'd say just lose it like when you have a problem to solve or something really important coming up or you want to just be a bit more creative just having a phone with you will stunt that like having it with you means you're more likely to like go into your pocket and, and pull it out there's this habit we've kind of formed um with apps especially instagram you just go on it when you're trying to do something and suddenly your head flicks to like just scrolling down instagram pointlessly and you're like what what that was definitely not what i intended to do i intended to put john's mobile number into my phone but here i am looking at pictures of pancakes anyway um really not a good use of time waste time it's a time sucker <clears throat> and you can't hear yourself and I think that's what uh, I want to kind of really highlight here your phone distracts you so much that you're thinking about all the things on your screen and taking yourself away from what's going on inside your own head so giving yourself that like detachment and um, I guess yeah again a bit like the computer one taking digital away and becoming analog again um, so connect to people talk to people um, read or write write or things that are analog uh, really wholesome for your thoughts and um, can just for your headspace from just clutter. Yes, I can liken it to just having a room full of shit um, piled up for months where you haven't come in and um, sorted it all out yet, but you're just keeping coming in, using the room, walking around stuff, and you're just like, this isn't really serving me. I'm not the most efficient I can be. I'm always like moving around these thought, like these things in the room or um, thinking about them when I'm trying to get from A to B. If you declutter that room and move all the stuff out of it and you come in and it's bare or it's organised or minimalist, then you can like operate efficiently, you can move around it, you go into new spaces, you can do things without having to think about those 20,000 jumpers in the corner of your room or you don't have to carefully pull that pair of shoes out of that pile just to get, you know, just to go out for the day. I think that's the best metaphor I've ever come up with. But if you can understand that, yeah, lose the phone to lose all the clutter and therefore you have a more streamlined, efficient way of working, I'd say. Um, and just space, space to think. But yeah, that's it from me. Um, I hope you take something from that one and that that's been useful. And check back in next week for the next topic, which may or may not be from my blog. But yeah, um, I love this one because it's really actionable. And um, if you want to read more and see all my gifts and my emojis, head to brandmindbody.blogspot.com. And it was uh, dated on 12th of 2017, how to be more creative, whoever you are. Um, and if you really like this, I'd love it if you could subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast and leave me a review. I'd be super grateful.